I'm really sorry. I apologize. It's our, it's our, uh, Could you hear me? Yeah, we're all here. We can hear you. Perfect. Thank you so much. I apologize. There was somebody in my house who was going through emotional distress, a family that I was, a couple I was taking care of. I asked Mechila to, to the whole chaver, and I want to thank Rev Schnidman for inviting me. I hope I didn't lose future invitations, but it's really an honor to study and learn together. I want to, I want, let's get right to it. The, I would like to share a few thoughts. And, and I think if I remember from last time, afterwards there'll be an opportunity for feedback. Is that the format again? Absolutely. As much time as you could uh, give to us, but hopefully not anything, you know, uh, oppressive. <laughs> so let's, so yeah, 100%. So I would like to do, and I, I, I started this custom myself few years ago, it seems funny after the Chag to speak about the past Chag. You'll see it's relevant to after the Chag, but I started a few years ago a custom myself that after a Chag to speak about the Chag. My thought being that the goal of a Chag is to bring along with us, to take along the ideals and be changed by I want to talk about the Yantiv that we just completed. And specifically... Is it is it is the sound coming across? Yeah, it's a little choppy. I don't know what we can Let do. Let me see if we can do this better. Is it better now? Yeah, let's give it a chance. Could is, be. Is it better now? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's try. Tell me if it gets choppy. No, it's still not so good. <laughs> Still not so good. Let me. I really feel badly. It's like freezing. Let me try it. You can that. hear me now. We can. We can basically hear. It's good to keep going. We'll do our best. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Should I take the video off? Would that be better? It'll My kids better. said it'll work better. better. You'll hear better. So let's try. Okay. Try to stop that. Okay. You hear better now? I think so. Yeah. So to continue on, so. Perfect. So Atzeres is called, the Chag of Atzeres is called Atzeres, and the Rishonim tell us that the, the translation of Atzeres is we leave the Sukkah and it's the same language, even though the Aleph and Ayin interchangeable, and Atzeres is a language of gathering in our houses that we no longer sit in the Sukkah. The, as well as Atzeres, as well as as well as another as well as another idea of the Chag, it says that Shmini Atzeres is a regal b'fnei Atzmai. Rashi says that we don't sit in the sukkah; it's its own regal. We don't sit in the sukkah. The Gra, the famous Gra, says about Ach Sameach that there's only Simcha that we don't have the other mitzvahs. And the question is, why is this Chag defined? as the things we don't have, that we only have Simcha, and it speaks about what we don't have. We certainly on Shmini Atzeres don't have a shoifer, don't have matzah. Why call the yoyim after the things we don't have? And what I want to suggest is that Shmini Atzeres is the proverbial day after. 
They once interviewed an athlete after he had won a Super Bowl, and he said the day after was the hardest day of his life. That here, this person, his whole life was fired and had really worked on to get his game up to par, and then he plays in the best game of his life, and now he won, and the question becomes, now what? And Shminiat and Shminiat Saris is that proverbial day after. There is no sukkah. It's at Saris. We've left the sukkah. There is no other mitzvah. It's Ach Sameach, and it's yet a day of happiness. The lesson Shminiat Saris is that after we completed everything, now there's happiness, much different than the completion of other tasks of our life that contain a sadness because we're done. By us in Rathnius, when we're completed, we're really just starting. And I want to, could everybody hear me? Is it clear? We're managing. <laughs> it's okay. I feel badly it's not so clear. Is there any aids? But we're, we're hearing you, we're hearing you. I don't know, I don't know how to help this. Uh, <clears throat> is there anything else to do, Maish? Where, is there a place I could speak better until they could hear better? Is, is the Wi-Fi good where you are? Okay, I'm going to keep so, trying. I, um, so, I, sometimes, I, some, sometimes being closer to the Wi-Fi source is better. We're close to the Wi-Fi source, so it's as best okay. as possible. One okay. second, someone's trying one more thing. I apologize. <clears throat> Okay, we tried another Wi-Fi source. Is it a little better? I apologize. Yes, better. Okay, so let's let's keep going on. What what I wanna what I wanna talk about here, and what I'm suggesting is the point about Saras, is that we've been through a process. We started Elo. We had Aseris. We had a, we had a, we had Elo, and then we had uh, Aseris Yemechuva, Yom Kippur, and we had the Sukkis days. The goal is to take the lessons that we had and really start living with them to begin a process. Yaakov Avinu, at a moment that he has Nevoah, he has prophecy. It's a moment in his life that the visual I would have with that moment to get prophecy, Hashem speaks to Yaakov Avinu, I would expect him to see some visual of arrival. Maybe he would see an end zone or the finish line of a race. And Yaakov Avinu at a moment of arrival is shown a ladder. And that is a fascinating visual. You would think at the moment he becomes a Navi, a moment of arrival, he would see some picture, some item. I'm a visual learner. The item associated with becoming a Navi, I would expect to be some item of arrival. The last thing I would expect him to see is a ladder. A ladder signifies when you're not there yet to travel. And I think the message of Yaakov Avinu seeing a ladder is that by a year, a year is not 
he hasn't arrived and finished and completed. It's the process of working to get closer, the process of working to grow. Of course, there are accomplishments, and we celebrate accomplishments, but by a year, it's always a process of growth. The day after the holiday, after the Yom Tovim, we have a day of Simcha Ach Sameach, because he is not finished. He has begun a process that will constantly engage in serving Hashem, growing as a person, getting closer to Hashem. That's the Ach Sameach. The other mitzvahs are done, but he's begun a process. And Yaakov Avinu had a moment when most people would see a moment of arrival. He had nevuah, so he made it. You're there, you have nevuah. Yaakov Avinu sees the ladder. An item which signifies process and beginning. The Gemara in Sukkah tells us a story. It's been choppy till here. Now we have a clear connection. I'm happy this story. I would like to analyze the following story. Gemara tells us that in the second base on Megdash, there was a Kayan Gadol who was a Tzadiki. He didn't believe in Teresh Balpeh. And this particular Kayan Gadol, he did not believe in Nisa Chamayim and the water libations. Nisa Chamayim is not an open Pasuk in the Torah. It's Allah Lameisha Messinai, Hashem told Meisha, told Yeshua. And this particular Tzadik, did not believe in Nisa Chamayim. The whole Jewish people is waiting for the water libations. We're waiting for the water to be poured onto the base, onto the Mizbeach. And this particular Kohen Gadol takes the water and dumps it on his feet. He breaks Nisach HaMayim. All of Klai Yisrael's waiting for Nisach HaMayim. And he takes the water and he dumps it on his feet. The Jewish people are astounded. They're upset. And remember, it's Sukkot. They take their Esraigim and they proceed to throw their Esraigim to stone this Kohen Gadol in anger. The Jewish People throw their Esraigim at the Kayakadol. Very interesting story. I would like to analyze what happened. Why they throw their Esraigim. Clearly, Gemara is telling us something. Why did they pelt them with their Esraigim? What happened over there? So let's start by analyzing Nisa Chamayim. In this week's Parashas Bereshis, the lower waters and upper waters are separated by Hashem. The upper waters are always with Hashem, and the lower waters are sent down to this earth. And the lower waters complained that why are we so distant from Hashem? So Hashem tells them a comfort to the lower waters. I know you're separated from me, but don't worry. I will allow that once a year on Sukkot, they'll be Nisa Chamayim, water libations, and you'll come back on the Mizbeach once a year. That, and as well, salt will be brought on Karbanais. There'll be salt, I'll call Karbanech Melach. So you'll get your opportunities to go on the Mizbeach. And the lower waters are comforted. And I want to ask, who is the lawyer for the lower waters? This doesn't seem to be a fair deal. Imagine two people vying for attention of the Rosh Hashiva. And one person is told, one Bachar is told that he can live permanently in the Rosh Hashim's house. And another Bachar, another Bachar is told once a year, you can get five minutes with the Rosh Hashiva. That will be your <coughs> deal. And of course, he says it's unfair. My friend gets 
to be permanently living with the Rosh Hashiva's house and all that connection. And I get five minutes a year. And the lower water seems to get that deal. The upper waters is with Hashem. And the lower water is told that you get to be on Beach for, for Anisa Hamayim. What type of consolation is that? And the answer is that the process of the lower waters returning to Hashem, the process of the lower waters working their way back to Hashem is greater than always being with Hashem. It's true the upper waters are always with Hashem. The lower waters have the opportunity of returning to Hashem. That process of working and growing and developing, that process is more precious. I would like to share, I miss my whole life when I, before we say Kriyashma. So we describe the angels being Mekabal O Malchushamayim. The angels as well are Mekabal O Malchushamayim, and we describe it in detail in Birchas Kriyashma. Kulam Ahuvim, Kulam Berurim, these powerful angelic figures, and they say Kadosh, 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 and they say it. In a beautiful, clear manner. And my whole life, I wonder, why are we speaking about the angels, Kabbalah Salmach Shemayim, before we describe our measly Kabbalah Salmach Shemayim? The angels do it in a beautiful way. That's totally unified. They say it beautifully. And then they're saying, Kaddish, Kaddish, the Mechabal, Omach Shemayim. And I always wondered, why is that an introduction to our Kabbalah Shemayim? And I thought Shad is, a guy once, I have a very weak handwriting, and a guy once asked me to be Mitzadar Kedushin at his wedding, and he hired a beautiful artist to make a ksuba for him that was stunning. And then I'm supposed to, I'm always self-conscious enough about my filming in the ksuba and signing it messy and improperly, and I'm and this ksuba was a gorgeous, neat, well-written ksuba. And I'm supposed to like fill in my name, Hassan, Kala, all the different things that you're supposed to fill in. Hassan, Kala, the place with my messy handwriting. And I tried my hardest because it was so neat and it was an artist rendering of the ksuba. I tried my hardest to write neat. You can imagine that I was sitting there trying Daniel, not my name, actually, the husband's name, but trying to write everything I write extremely neat because I didn't want to mess up the Ksuba. I always thought that was Pshat, that before we say Pshat, before a Yitz Mechabalah Omal Cheshemayim, we describe the angels Mechabalah Omal Cheshemayim, the whole world, all the other Briyas are Mechabalah Omal in a beautiful way. Human being, don't mess it up. A world of loyalty, Tashem. Human being, let's also try to do a good job. That's what I always thought, Pshat. The way I was trying to write neatly in that beautiful ksuba, the artist, artist rendering the beautiful ksuba, don't mess it up. That's what I thought, our Shema. And I was learning the Sefer Ksav HaKabalah. And he says that Kalish says, Pshat, I completely got he says that listen to what the angels say in the Kabbalah Omal Chishamayim. They say, Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tzvakais, Meloich Alert Kavaydoy. It's true, we're Mikabal Omal Chishamayim in a beautiful way. 
but the real place of Omal Hashanah, the real place of Hashem's honor is this world. In this world with you and I, with our imperfections, with our difficult struggles, with our constant falling and picking up and trying hard, that's the real place of Hashem. That's where Hashem's honor reigns supreme. By us imperfect human beings who have challenges and struggles and, and really try hard to bring in the ideals that we know are true, that's the place, the real place of Hashem. That's what the angels are saying. So when we listen into what the angels are saying, it's supposed to encourage our Kabbalah Somal Hashemayim. The angels sure in all their glory and preciousness say, Kaddish, Kaddish, us human beings with our challenge are the real place of Kaddish That's what the angels are saying. The lower waters were distance from Hashem represents us, imperfect human beings. And the comfort to the lower waters is I want your Nisa Chamayim. I want the one seer, your working, struggling difficulties and coming back to truths. Truths that are difficult for you to stay focused on. Truths that we once in a while stumble and mess up and have a difficulty putting in our lives consistently. But the process of getting there, the Mayim Tachtayim and getting to the Elyon, coming on the Mizbeach, is more precious to me than the Mayim Elyonim. That's the idea of Nisa Hamayim. Nisa Hamayim says that the process, the working on closeness to Hashem, is precious. That's the idea of Nisa Hamayim. This Kayim Gadol didn't do Nisa Hamayim. He poured the water on the floor, so we pelted him with the Esra. Why did we throw it in the esrog? Why not hit him with the lulav? The lulav's like a spear. Why did we throw the esrog? And what I want to suggest is Chazal in, in Parshas Bereshis tell us that Hashem really wanted tree that the taste of the tree and the fruit should be the same, but the world did not work that way. The world works that a pear is taste delicious, and the eights does not have a good taste. The estrog went according to plan. The estrog is one of the trees that's tam eights a yuperia shavit. There's a sap, I assume, on the tree that tastes very much like the fruit itself. What is this Indian that the tam eights a yuperia shavit? The pre represents the goal. What we're striving for, closeness to Hashem, living with Hashem, that's the pre, the fruit, it's the goal. The eights is the process. The wood is the process working towards the goal. Tam eights the Uperia Shavah means the journey is precious. Don't just celebrate the pre. The pre tastes delicious. That's the end game. But the eights are Uperia Shavah, the goal, the process is precious. When the Kayim Gadol didn't do Nisa Chamayim, when he didn't do water libations. When he said, I don't agree with this comfort, the Mayim Tachtainim, going to the Elyonim, getting on the Mizbech, the process of returning is not special. So then we threw our Esrog at him, that which says the process is precious. The process is precious. I want to say after the 
Chag, that we certainly had a beautiful Yantiv. And over a fact, all of us had our inspirations, had our work, had our different shuls and places we were, that we were inspired. The goal of all the process, of all the, all the closeness to Hashem, all the prayers, is that in a serious, sincere way, each of us, in our own lives, in our own places, where we're up to a life, continue a process of Kiris Hashem, a process of closeness, really working on developing and adding and growing. In my Shulsam Chastaira, I have this hobby. I love, I just love ladders. I love the idea of climbing, because I think that's our job, is to be climbers, is to be B'nai Aliyah. So in shul, I ask on one of our kafas for years, we bring the ladder in shul, and we dance around the ladder, we climb the ladder, it is designated for such a purpose, to climb on some chastaira, to go up the ladder and stay some, put them up on this ladder. This point that we're striving to grow, to air, perfection is for the angels. There's something called perfection. There's ma'am but us human beings with our imperfections, us human beings with the struggles and difficulties and the challenges of day in, day out, that is the greatest Kiddush impossible. The angels look at us and say, this world's full of Kiddush So we're infused by the Yom Kippur to begin processes, each of us in our own areas, in our own lives, in our own circumstances, to take the ideals that we get excited about, to take all the chag and the energy of the chag and put it in our life in a process of growth, development, adding, and growing. We're about the yeshiva to be part of, so Rachma returning tomorrow night. And I think there's so much emphasis in school. There's certain expectations like there should be. We all have expectations. But a sense of you're supposed to be this, I want to ask about where you up to and let's begin moving forward. Instead of me telling you where you should be, what you're supposed to be doing, I want to celebrate process. We're all the Mayim Tachtainim trying to work and get places and develop and advance. The power of a ladder, growth, process, developing, adding. By us, the day after all the Chagim is Ach Samach, the day of happiness. Because it's not a question, are we always going to stay there? We can't always stay there. The way we were in the Elah, we will not be all year long. The way we were feeling Simchas Taira, jumping around with the Taira, singing precious songs. The day, way we were feeling sitting in our circus with our family, we won't necessarily be there all year long. Yet still, Ach Sameach, it's a day of happiness after, because we're going to strive towards, we're going to work on process, on growing, on adding, and to me, for ourselves and giving over to our families, the value of process the beauty of growing and trying and adding process, trying to take all different themes in our lives and growing both for ourselves and giving that to our families, I think is hugely important. I would love to hear feedback from, from everybody here. Rabbi Schnidman, was it clear? Was it yes. able to hear the last yes. part? Yes, I was able to hear um, quite well. And I do have a question, but I don't want to be, you know, sure. 
<laughs> Thank you from anybody else, but it's very brief. Is there any way of a person knowing for themselves whether they are truly engaged in that process? I mean, we all do certain things every day. We dive in, we have some kind of a learning, hopefully. How do we have, have a sense whether or not we are really, truly uh, uh, engaged in a process or whether we're just like going through motions? Yeah, I love, I love the question. It's after, the day after Yom Kippur, somebody in the shul came up to me and he said that, the, that back then they had that beautiful string that they were able to see, turn colors to see their success. The person asked me, how do we know if we have success? And like that question that easily we could tell ourselves, the word process can be an excuse. In sports, teams that are struggling, the general manager will say process as an excuse. The team is going, no, we are not say process. So Rav Schneidman okay. brilliantly is pointing out to us all, the word process can be an excuse to a person and say the word process. I, I think the honesty is huge. I think when I'm being mechazik and when I for myself, for myself, and I agree that we all have to make sure that we really are doing process. But I think for in Chinuch a lot, there's a tendency to, there's a tendency of all or nothing type thinking. I think that the day after all the Yavim is called Ach Sameach, a day of joy, I am giving Chizuk that when we are taka trying, and in a real way, and I agree that in each person, I'm not giving the formula how we can know that we're really growing, but when we are working on stuff and having failures, I want to share a story. A group of friends and myself, when we just got married, we were working on learning Musr together. We made a chabura like you have, like this beautiful Elam has, and we were learning Musir together a couple of times a week. And we tried it over a few months, and we started getting very frustrated. We didn't know, we didn't have a good direction, a good plan. We felt we were spinning our wheels. So we started looking for somebody, a Godelby Israel, who can lead our Musir chabura. And we searched, we've been Eretz Yisrael, we searched very hard. And finally we came across a Yid, who was a big, a big Baal Musr, who agreed to lead our Chabura. And he agreed, and the first Chabura he told us, that really I want to tell you, you don't need me. He said, the guys filled me in on all your struggles and what you've been doing the last many months. And really he said, the fact that you were working, trying, experimenting, you would succeed because you're working hard. He said, all you need me for is I have this long beard. I'm an old man. I've maybe worked before. All you need me for is to tell you to keep moving forward. You guys are working, he said. And he showed us even things we were working on um, that we saw as failures. He showed us how we can have a good ending and keep at it. We didn't appreciate that the struggle is part of what was necessary. And he said, I am just here to tell you to keep on struggling and I'm going to give you the chizuk that it will have a good ending or keep working. What I'm just saying is as we move into the, the days of winter, as we move away from the Chagim and we all take ideals that we want to put in our lives, whether one person's working on prayer real, concentrating more, whatever his 
ideal in prayer. Another person I'm studying Torah more seriously. Another person on the Midah is his patience with his family. What I am just giving Chizuk is the struggle and the difficult days of the year when it's harder to remember the ideals that were so clear during Yom Tov, during the intense periods of Yom Tovim, but I'm giving Chizuk to the battle the struggle and difficulty, that's where the greatest Kiddush Shemayim happens. That working, so I'm giving physics, I'm not answering that question of how do we know we're seriously struggling. And really the statement to make sure that it's not just excuse, I'm talking to a person who is struggling, who is working, who is coming, a vad like this of people hearing different that are trying to gain chizuk in all different areas of Avodah Hashem, I'm saying that the process of working on is so precious. That in Yiddishkeit, every yeshiva has a dream picture of what they want to accomplish. The, the type of person or people who come to their yeshiva, my visual of a successful person is a growing person. It's not a certain mold for sure. But you could have a yeshiva that's limited, only has one mold. The yeshiva has hundreds of molds. By me, it's a person who's growing. When he's 30, when he's 50, when he's 80, when he's 100, but he's really adding. And I want to give chizuk to a group of people that come together. I'm, I don't know how often this bad meets. It's every Sunday night, amazing. It's once in a while. The people that are caring about Divrei Musar, about Divrei Tyra, the value of struggle, the value of process, the value of in the middle. I want to say something personal that I suffered a loss a number of years ago. Two Bahram that were like children, mamish, whenifter. And the pain is complex and not something, their yard site's coming up in a week. So the pain is a long conversation. One of the areas of pain was I sensed we were so in the middle. Their friends today are big beneath there. Their friends today are guys learning a lot. They got married, many of their friends. And these guys, we were so in the middle, it was so abrupt, they were nifter in a car accident. And the sense, it's so in the middle, it killed me. We're in the middle. It doesn't make sense. I want to tell you now, six years later, that, that part of the pain, the in the middle, is not such a pain by me. Because that part taught me, that aspect taught me, that in the middle is all our lives we should be in the middle. All our lives of human being is working on the next area, beginning, pushing, fighting for values for growth in all areas of Avaidus Hashem. So I want to give his after the Chagim, when we leave those days that I think are awesome, that these precious days, we just were dancing with the Torah, the whole shul together, dancing, excited, we just left we just were sitting in a sukkah, whole families together, and now we're, we're not doing that. I want to give chizuk that the practical work in our mundane day-to-day lives, trying to be more patient at, at the job when we're sitting with students, having more savlanus, trying to push ourselves to focus more by tila, when we don't have that powerful chazan of the The practical days of work, to get to those points, those precious points are very, very valuable. To me, that's the lesson of Nisuch HaMayim. 
the Mayim Tachtoinim that return to the Mayim Alyonim, that that's precious and that's valuable to Hashem and an equal deal. The Mayim Alyonim that always get to be with Hashem and the Mayim Tachtoinim that return, that Nikud of the value of process. Yaakov Avinu, at a moment, most people would visualize a rival. He becomes a Navi, sees a ladder. Because the goal of the Yid is to climb advance, push forward. I wish us all a bracha, all of us should be be people who push forward all our lives, advance. The area where different people, I'm not privy to what each of us is working on. I'm encouraged the fact that we're working on stuff. And all of us should be There are very few are counted amongst growing people. All of us should be to be bnei to be growing people, developing and adding value. Consider it precious. It's not perfection we celebrate. It's the value of Kiddush of a person who's pushing higher, Laman Hashem, he wants to do what Hashem wants from us. He's a loyalist. That Kiddush is what the angels said, The perfect angels say that's not the real place of Kiddush Precisely on earth where there's imperfection, where there's work, that's the real Kiddush Empowering us to say Shema Yisrael, to be Mechabal Malch Shemayim, and mean it. That's the message I want to share tonight. If there are any observations I'd love to hear. I, I want to clarify my question, if I may. I, I didn't mean it sure. in terms of a person's own sincerity. I meant it in terms of, should we expect for ourselves to be able to have a sense that what we're doing is somehow starting to work because maybe I'm using some kind of method. Let's say I'm learning one safer and I don't find that it's helping me, even though I'm sincere and I want, and I am trying. Maybe that means that I'm supposed to be looking to other sources, other directions, nothing, you know, extreme, but maybe I need to use more creativity or more exploration to find the thing where I could have the sense that yes, this is starting to help me at least go in a, in a, in a better direction as opposed to feeling that I'm still stuck in the same place. That's what I meant by the question. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I like this question as well and I, I wanna take it, I'm certainly not worthy to answer a question. I wanna take it as a statement more than a question and say, there are many Goyish singers that celebrate struggle and, and to a degree they're right that working and struggling is precious. They don't know that it's possible success as well. So I do want to say, Yaakov Avinu has two names, Yaakov and Yisrael. Yaakov represents struggle, the Akev, the heel, the beginning, the start. Yisrael represents success. And his name remains both. After he's called Yisrael, Hashem in the next Pasuk calls him Yaakov. His name is both. So I want to say what Shnudman is saying is that it's important that we can taste success and we should taste success. As much as we're valuing working and struggling, I, I think it's very important statement that we should be finding success. And if it doesn't feel like that, that Rebbe who took over our vibe and said you should keep going, but it is true that I agree what you're saying, you should be tasting success. And if a person's not, you find the Talmud struggling five years is supposed to change things up. There's definitely, we should be seeing advancement. 
And I think it's an important sense that I see advancing. There's a Pasuk, it says, like, You're not serving me, Jewish people. You seem to be worn out. It's interesting that it's switched to Yaakov to Yisrael in the Pasuk. As you're advancing from struggle to success, there should be success. There should be tastes of victory. There definitely should be that. We're not just saying you struggle and all of life we just struggle. There are many victories along the way and taste the victories. And I, I agree a lot that as much as I'm giving chizuk to the struggle to put now to entering the days of our lives, when we're back to the, 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 the day of chayom and trying to elevate and work through and bring ideals that we have into our lives, which is a tremendous point and a tremendous kiddush so encouraging that when there's difficulty, when there's failure to keep pushing on. But I agree that we should be tasting success as well. It's good the Yom Nimtoivim gave us a sense, sitting Yom Kippur, and each of us, our moments, good tastes of success that we should taste, that we should taste. Kalal Yisrael is about to make the Siyam Ashat. Siyumim are important, that there's success, that there's places we reach. It's not just all of life we're struggling. And I agree with Rav we should taste those successes. And if we're not, yes, questions. Maybe I am. Doesn't mean we're always doing the struggle right. But I want to give chizik when we do feel we're doing it right. We say it can be so much better. I should be up to here. I tasted better. You know that the value of working, the beginning, the putting it in, the new task, whatever the task that we took on, like I said, in prayer, in any area of Avaita Sashem, we should value that beginning and that work and that process that I do want to share. Are we still connected? Uh, yes. I thank everybody. I apologize again for the, that I was late, and thank everybody for bearing with me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, Thank you,